Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Deepom. And we're continuing on our journey of the Joshua Williamson uh, flash run. Uh, we are here to discuss, I think this is volumes uh, 10, 11, and 12. Also, thrown in there is also the Flash Year One. Um, so let's jump right into this. Uh, Was Year One not volume 12? You said what now? Is year one not volume 12? Am I wrong? So it might not be. So if you only did a year, if you didn't do a volume 12 after that, it's fine. It Here's the thing. It's not listed as volume 12. It's not. But I didn't figure this oh. out until I didn't figure this out until myself. It is a, a volume of its own because it's got four issues in it, four or five issues in it. So okay. it is totally fine if we end at year one for this one. Um, it just means I, I read a little bit extra and it's fine. But it actually makes sense to end at year one right there. Yeah, um, felt, that's when I, read, I was like, this is a natural stopping point. Yeah, it, it is. It felt weird to me because it's like, it's, it's also weird, like in comicsology for some reason, and also just because comicsology sucks now because of Amazon. I think that they don't even have the Flash year one listed as the record. That's, that's actually uh, issues uh, 70 to 75. In right. on my tablet, it, I know it says that I I own this, but it didn't show up in my list of of of, <laughs> of issues. So so somehow I had to go all the way over to the DC Universe app to make sure I could read them because I'm like I'm not buying this again because I know I already own it. Um, but, Thanks for nothing, Bezos. Oh God, yeah, it's just oh, fucking assholes, man. I this goes back to what we were talking about before about when. You know, tech companies come out here and they buy something and they don't know how to use it, and you're just like, you are ruining it for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So what it was is, yeah. So I actually do have the year one volume totally separate. So I think I bought year one as a volume, so I don't have the actual issues there. So yeah, we can stop at um, we can stop at year one because I think uh, volume twelve is when you're dealing with. Uh, death and the speed forces and, and things like that. So I think uh, ending where you said uh, is, is actually a good one because that ends at, what did we say, 75? Yeah, so we're going to 58 yeah. to 75. So, um, yeah, let's okay. jump right into it. What do you think? I feel like a broken record. So every time we do this, I say I wasn't really feeling this at the time, but reading it collected, I held up a lot better. Mm-hmm. At the time, volume what was it? Is this ten? I was like, nobody cares, nigga. Let me get some running in. <laughs> right. I don't care and... about the forces. I don't. I don't care about this. What I are you doing, sir? I do not give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing Hunter's Almond's hand by even reading. What the fuck mm-hmm. are we doing? Um, I'll say this. I it holds up a lot better. The characters are still a little thin for me, but they matter and. They did a good job of giving the weight, and no one feels like the Flash, but the Flash equivalencies we show, like Fuerza and Sight, utilization of these other forces. It's been, it's a better ride than I gave it credit for being the first time. You know what it is for me, and I think this is what, the theme we've been talking about here. Uh, so when we first started, we feel like, oh, okay, the first set of volumes is the reintroduction of Barry Allen. Then it's like the reintroduction of Earbot Thawne. The last set of volumes we did, I was like, hey, this is like letting you know that Wally West mattered and the time as Wally mattered and things like this. Coming into Force Quest, I'm with you. And I was like, oh, man, this kind of sucks. Going back and rereading it, what we realize is if you're going to acknowledge that Wally West mattered and his years at the flash mattered you kind of have to go back and make sure and 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 almost catch him up catch catch barry up to where all those years of what wally did and so one of the things is true is when we had barry barry came in and he was already the elder statesman of the of the of of, of speed right there was no speed force at the time when we were reading. I know they've retconned since then and things like that, but he was never really like he was. He, he you know he was a mentor, but he was never having to learn about his own powers. And I think there was, I think it was in ten when they even when he was even talking about it. He was like, while these connections to speed force were almost spiritual, right? He he had fun 
with running. He enjoyed it, right? And I feel like the Force Quest is really, you know, about Barry trying to reconnect to himself and understanding what it meant to, one, be a teacher, but also learn from the people he teaches, but also learn, just have fucking fun, right? Have yeah. fun. And in order to do that, you, you need to almost have thin characters because the real character here is Barry. That is the, the main focus is getting him to learn something there. And yeah, I, you know, I didn't really care too much about the forces and why he was doing things like that. But it's when you look at the fuller, bigger picture of what they're doing, it right. makes sense. And it's like when you look at it in that context, that's what that's what does it for me. That's why I'm rereading it. I'm like, oh. Okay, I get it now. I, I get what this is. This and, is and Barry even says it explicitly. He's like, yeah. I was learning when I was teaching Wallace Wally and uh uh even August. He's like, I was learning then. It's not for me to start being a student again. Mm-hmm. And it feels like particularly that first out volume, he's searching for a teacher. Yeah. And without realizing that Iris is right there. Right. <laughs> right. And she's very vocal, like, hey, part of my old life was I studied these forces. Like, I need to be on this quest with you. And I liked the buddy cop drama of them too. Going across the world, I, th- I thought that that was a good builder for the, their relationship. People like Poe got mad about Candace Patton being cast as Iris West, but before Candace, Iris was pretty much a blank slate. She mm. was a reporter girlfriend, very much like Lois Lane, and she was the aunt of Wally. And it was, it, I felt like between Candace and Williams's run on this book, I got a fuller picture of who Iris West was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing. It's like getting, it's, it's one of the things I, I'll say about the Rebirth era of DC is really getting to the core of who these characters are. Um, and, um, and, and the supporting characters as well, right? That's a very, very important thing. That's another thing too here that's also, uh, I forgot. Um, I mean, if you just read the volumes, the actress skips over. There's also so there's also the second the second crossover with Batman that happens in between. Christ. Yeah, volume ten and volume eleven because it also deals with the whole thing with Sanctuary and Wally dying and things like that. We won't get into the whole thing, but like to me, I, I enjoy that as well because again, it gives you this other this other sense because you can and we mentioned this before and we talked about the comparison with Batman and the team of Batman and, and, and the flash here in that when it, and we, we both did this cause we were both reading, I believe we were both reading these at the same time. This is why I, ha- I don't have the volumes. I actually have the individual issues with the flash <laughs> and the same thing for Tom King's Batman run is interesting. When you read both of these series together at the same time, you're watching as well, Bane is, is definitely giving Batman hell over that side. Yes. There's a there's this there's a this new sense of who Bruce is and this new almost I don't want to say sensitive, but like it's a different Bruce than what we're used to dealing with here, right? And you contrast that with this Barry over here who is learning all these these things and doing all these new things and he's he's you feel like you feel like as much as 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 much as Bane has given Batman hell. Batman's life is starting to come together where where Barry's is falling apart, right? And it's so different because the Batman books are so like thematically dark, <laughs> and the Flash books are not. But then when you get to the price, or um, and you're looking at this, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah!" Like they're in different places. Like Barry's Barry's the colder one, and Bruce is the one that's actually like trying to like be open like it's yeah. it's a very it's a very interesting dynamic that you don't normally see from these two characters you know and um yeah it's like there's that moment where it's like you know uh when it's going back and forth between the two of them and they're talking as barry's racing and and, and is running and and batman's flying it's like it's hard being around batman the depths in the sanctuary put a real strain on our team not being able to solve what happened there is the worst Every time I look at, and here goes Bruce, every time I look at Barry, I see Wally. I'm doing my best not to think about it and just solve the case. Um, Batman. But if we find, if we want to find Gotham Girl, we need to investigate her together. Uh, and they both say, we're, we're making it work. Uh, well, we're making it work. That's what Flash is. And then Bat, uh, Bruce says, we're doing our best. Like, even that contrast right there 
you would feel like that would be those those those, they would say the opposite. If I read those to you and didn't tell you who was saying them, you would say, you know, uh, uh, I'm doing my best to not think about it, just solve this case. You would think that would be that would be Bruce saying that shit. That's some Bruce shit, right? That's actually Barry, right? Like every time I, I look at Barry, I see Wally, right? Like, like if it wasn't for it saying Barry in there, you would have been like, huh, that you know, that's that that's Barry saying that. Like it's just. The, the contrast between the two characters at the end, right? And then at the very, very end, not going to lie, when, you know, I, <laughs> I know Barry's like, I could have hit you a hundred times, you wouldn't see this, but, but that's because Bruce already knocked him down with that, at least I never forgot my partner. Hey, look. Like, that right there, I don't care what Barry says, that, that got you. That, that. Oh, Robinson died. I brought them all back. Uh, at question. least, yeah, another another dead Robin. At least I never forgot one of my partners existed. Nigga. Oh, like, boy. <laughs> Nigga, listen. Um, Miss <laughs> Wayne will beat your ass verbally, if not physically. Good God. Oh, my. Like, I don't care. Who, I don't care who, what Barry said after that and what Barry did after that. That right there, that was a knockout blow right there. That, ooh, Lisa never forgot. Lisa never forgot one of my partners existed. Woo, boy, that was right. But it, like, you gotta remember, like, Wally's Dick's best friend. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, hey, this is a guy I work with who lost his partner too. No, no, you let your partner, you let my son's best friend get a race. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet, I bet, without saying it, Bruce felt some kind of way about all that shit. Was like, yes, it's very sad. I'm glad Wally's back. You robbed Dick of his best friend, you dickhead. Like, because mm-hmm. you couldn't take your mom dying, bruh. Word like get get Bruce, get in line. If we right. gone even further, like I, you think I can't travel through time, Barry? You think I fear the show, Barry? You think I'm smart enough <laughs> to do it, Barry? Like, yeah, him not being super petty, if that being the only petty thing he did is a win for Bruce. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Yeah, you know that conversation led up to that. You know, there's no good solution here, no easy fix. If she uses her power, she could die. But if she wants to be a hero, I can't stop her. We bring, you know, we bring people, uh, Barry, if we, we bring people into this life, we know it's wrong, but we keep bringing them in anyway, and this life, it never stops. Gotham Girl was right about you, Bruce. What happened to the Barry Allen who was always hopeful and optimistic? He died along with Wally West. You act like you have all the answers, but you're just as clueless and planted by the ear like the rest of us. The greatest trick Batman ever pulled was making people think he always has a plan. Right? You know, we can't allow this to ever happen again. The price of wearing these costumes is just too much. It's like, it's so funny because again, this is, it, it, it's funny to me because when I think about the the media portrayals of the live action portrayals of Batman and the Flash, what Barry is saying right here and, and what he's doing, that's actually the portrayal that we've gotten with the solo Batman, right? The, I got to do it alone. I can't have anybody else in here. It's me alone. Me against the world for everything right there, right? And what you're seeing here is Bruce is basically, um, again, I think this is the, the Bruce from that Tom King run that is, you know, has a new perspective on life going like, hey, listen, I can't stop them. You know, if I tell them not to be a hero, they're going to do it anyway. So what do you want me to do? And Barry still, because of everything that bears, not just with Wally up to this point, but everything, everything that we've seen in the Wilson run up to this point is Barry being resistant to being open. It's one of the reasons why, and it's part of the journey we see throughout these, these issues here, where I, I love, you know, going back and looking at the Force Quest and looking at, you know, Barry learning how to be a, a, you know, a student again. And he even said at one point, he's like, part of the problem he was having was he was resistant and he was resentful of having to be a yeah. student, right? And so what you're seeing here is it's, it's like the, the opening of the Tom King run of, you know, I am Gotham where Bruce is ready to die. Right. He's like, I've done, the, I've done everything I can. Right. There, the Gotham's going to be in good hands. I'm, I'm ready to go. It's my time. Right. Barry hasn't accepted any of this. Right. He, he's just constantly running from one problem to the next and won't slow down. Right. Like you said, you know, He's got the teacher, he got somebody who can teach him and somebody he can work with, a partner right there with him the entire time with, with Iris, right there, that he keeps not listening to, keeps dropping off, keeps holding everybody else back, right? And, and I think that is the thing that really stands out when you read, you know, uh, read the Wilson run of the Flash. It's, 
And again, it goes back to, yes, the Flash family sort of kind of existed under Barry, but it really expanded under Walt, right? So you get this thing of, well, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's part of the Justice League and he has, but, but, but has Barry ever really been part of the Flash family? Like, actually right. ingrained in the Flash family of, hey, I don't have to run alone. No. Really? Kind of not, right? And so, you know, I, I think that's the thing that, and, and then we look at, at, at on, on Bruce's side, Bruce has always had the family. He's the orphan who built a family. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I think a lot of this was, while it was Barry coming to grips with the fact that he never really dealt with his trauma as an orphan, or mm-hmm. effectively as one when his father was put in prison for his mother's murder. But, uh, well, Bruce, excuse me, took time. He, he went on a journey to become Batman. Right. And that's the crazy Barry thing. Barry was on autopilot to go trip the lightning. Right. That's the crazy thing about this. When you're like, oh, man. You know, if you go to, you go to therapy and you sit, sit him down, everybody's going like, yeah, that Bruce Wayne, that's going to be the one that's going to be a problem. Everybody's like, no, it actually was the quiet guy over there, Barry Allen, the one that looks like he's got everything Bruce's done the work. Yeah, Bruce has <laughs> actually done. So right, Bruce's the work is bouncing a clown's skull off a dam. Yeah. But he's done the work. <laughs> right. It's like, you're like, eh, actually, actually, Bruce is actually pro, pretty well put together and actually he understands, he understands his problems under, and, and fully, uh, fully aware of that. Right. And. And I think that's the thing, right? The, and what's funny about it, too, is it's also when you looked at the way they dealt with, with Gotham Girl on this whole thing, right, and what, what Bruce and them were trying to do, again, same thing that you end up seeing. It never says that they want well, to start about this way that Bruce, it, it's the same way that Barry later on starts trying to do things, which is like, maybe I should talk it. Maybe I should, maybe, maybe, maybe moving really fast and just running right in head first isn't a thing. Maybe we should talk first. Maybe we should try to find another plan. Well, Maybe we should, there's uh, even the panel when he, in the next volume with uh, James Jesse and fucking Axel when he's like, when when he gets his the imagination uses stage force to make him think that his legs cut off. Mm-hmm. The line I, I highlighted here: I've been ignoring my own feelings a lot lately, but not anger or fear. It's pessimism. Admitting that to myself, I can deal with it, and it makes me happy. And that's how he gets his legs back. But let's just. You're right. It's so consistently, thematically consistent for what we read the entire Williamson run that I'm really happy to have reread it all in one place. Yeah. So it, yeah. And so let's talk about uh, the volume, volume 11 with, you know, Jesse James coming back and, you know, um, even, even, even that, right? With dealing with taking a villain that everyone kind of forgot about. And didn't see uh, some something major. You know what it reminded me of? It almost reminded me a little bit of like, not as much, and not, definitely not as good. But in the Snyder run, when we did stuff with with Riddler, when he he turned Riddler mm-hmm. in from being a just a joke into being like, oh no, the Riddler's actually a fucking problem, right? Riddler's terrifying. Yeah, right. You get Jesse James here. You're going like, who gives a fuck about Trickster, right? And even that, I think that first issue, we're just kind of showing you how Trickster kind of goes from being the joke into escaping and starting the, the new life for himself, you're like, ooh, this is... Oh. So, so that first issue really resonated with me because, one, Scott Collins back on art, which takes me back to the Wally days. Mm-hmm. And then, two, it was basically a rogue profile from that Jeff Johns run. Yes. Yes. The I love thing, I was like, oh, this is just a rogue profile. This is all this is. I get this. I love those rogue profiles. And, yeah. and you pair that with, like, the beginning of the next, of, of the year one, where, where Barry's reading all Flash comics, you're like, Oh, they're everything counts now. Okay, I get it. Everything counts, mm-hmm. and it was before they made that formal announcement. It was just like, "Hey, this is all going to matter," and it did, and it has, and I couldn't be happier with it. Yeah. So, um, because I'm not gonna lie, I was like, "Trickster, who gives a fuck about Trickster?" What you? And then, who gives a fuck right, about the Trickster. But that was the whole point. And and again, when you when you look at the fact that I came from a family of scammer, scam artists, and what do scammers do the best? Yeah, the scammers want you to think that there's. The scammers want you to think that there's no, they're not serious. They want you to think that they're fuck ups. They want you to think that they're they're gonna mess up. That's what they want you to do. And so, seeing you know, seeing Trickster come in and be like, "Yeah, nah, I, I got everybody." In in in, and the plan he hatches, I'm like, "Okay, I can I can I can actually it's not a not a bad plan at all." And 
And I can also see why he's a little upset. Like, again, that thing of, hey, the rogues, the, the other rogues didn't come for him. They just replaced him with Axel. No one did. Nobody did. Exactly. No one did. And again, it's that thing of... And I think that's one of the cool things about Williamson's run, especially as we get further into it and talk about some of the Hunter stuff and the Bond stuff, is he gives the villains relatable... Like, you're not like, I wouldn't go back and break time because <laughs> Barry Allen was mean to me once. Or I felt like his advice was trite or, or it felt like I wasn't given special treatment. Or I wouldn't destroy a city because I was being ignored. But they, they grounded... He grounded enough to where it's never a... You never get to the point where, like, James Jesse was right. But... You're like, I get it. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to be as far as writing a villain. That is taking over a town with mind control snow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, well, again, harm, uh, you know, uh, harvesting uh, the sage force to, to be able to do that. And um, yeah, I, again, I, you said, I, and I didn't think about it until you said it, but yeah. The I really did love the rogue profiles during the Jeffrey Johns runs, and they were great because, mm-hmm. like you said, they give you the insight into how these characters are and why they do some of the same things they're doing. And, um, yeah, this is you're, you go back and look at again, even for Trickster, it was uh, some of the stuff, is, and even towards the end, it's still trying to impress his mom and dad who didn't think it was worth a damn. Like, it's it goes back to everybody got mommy and daddy issues. <laughs> you know, it's everybody got mommy and daddy issues. And, um, yeah, it, it, like I said, it makes them, it makes the villains really relatable. Even if you know what they're doing is wrong. Cause even, even then, right. The, one of the, one of the, 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 the people he's taking, he, he's used this mind control on is, is the, is Warden Wolf. And Warden Wolf deserves mm-hmm. every bit of that Yo, shit that's coming to him. If you read the Wally run and this run, you were cheering for the trickster in those moments. Yeah, like, like the Warden Wolf deserved every bit of every, every inch of it. Right. What an ass. What a major <laughs> dick. Right. It's just, I mean, the, and, and, then, and then there's also the subtle things of like you find out that. The reason why Iron Heights security is so well is that Wolf was using Trickster to try out new <laughs> security measures over the years. And I'm just like, oh, that's just fucking evil. It's, I mean, proper allocution. You just use Fallout to power the fucking asylum. <laughs> I, I know. I, I just. I, it, it's just one of those. I'm like, oh. Nothing he does can surprise me. No, nothing. Nothing. It's just. But still, it was just like, damn, dude. And so, you know, and then on top of that, when Trickster finally does escape, he then burns all the records. Right? And so, yeah, man. I I thought that was done really well to take a villain that you wouldn't have thought to give. Because even, even in, in any of the other runs, right? Trickster's there, but he's not the main villain. He's not the main part of the arc. He might have an issue or two. He's gonna he shows up for he's never like the the person who's causing the fucking problem. But here he puts the screw he takes over. He does basically Trickster does what the rogues can never do. He beats the flesh. He beats him. Using the entire city to do it. Mm-hmm. Beats the Flash, takes over the entire city, gets his revenge, gets the criminals rich, right? You know, like he he does he does it all, and you're just like the trickster, really. I even love the one issue. Uh, I think the cover of that one issue isn't that the cover like uh, uh, an issue of Batman with the Joker. I'm pretty sure it is. It's like mm-hmm. with him holding the hammer with the joke with with uh, about to hit the the Flash. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen that pose before. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. So even that, it's like it's like turning him in, not to that level, but in that moment, making him like flashes Joker for a second. There, I'm like, it's not bad because again, it's a villain. Never would have thought twice about. Never would have thought twice about. But again, when you change it around a little bit, it's like Trickster is not just some clown who with a bag of tricks. He's a scam artist. And then you pair that with mm-hmm. something like the Sage Force, and you're like, 
Well, actually, wait a minute. That's actually a little bit. That's actually pretty dangerous, right? And then also the yeah. thing of, thing of what is he? What is he? What what is he? He's using to against the Flash. It's like, hey, Flash. I mean, you can stop me, but I gave the I gave the entire city happiness. I gave them what they wanted. I gave them what they wanted. Happiness. So, do you want to take that from them? And, you... and what do you do with the? It's his parents that says, "Aren't you proud of me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when you realize it's like, oh, you're still the, you're you're still at that core of, you're just a scared little kid who's trying to impress his parents because your parents don't love you unconditionally, right? It's that, and then it's funny because then you look at that and compare that. You think about it with all the rogues, right? Mick, Snart, all of them, all of them have parent issues. When you go back on the flip side and look at look at Barry and 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 Bruce, they have parent issues because their parents died, but their parents love them, and they know that love. And what a lot of what they're doing is trying to uh, live up to that. And you get that into when you get into the the, the year one run where um, the uh, um, uh, Barry from the future comes and is trying to tell uh, the uh, the young Barry, oh no no no, you can't. You just got to run away. You can't, can't, can't fight the turtle head on and things like that. And what does Barry do? Barry leans on what his mom told him, right? And 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 his 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 mom's love and, and leaning into his mom. It's like this entire run. You have those kind of themes and those those thematic comparisons, which to me makes it really well. So even when you have a you know a volume that might not you know at the time seem like it matters much. It does for Winslet. It's like, uh, her um her her mom when she was about to freak out and kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Her mom her mom's there is like no, that's not who you are, right? It's a it's a key part. Uh, psych, right? His whole thing was his parents yeah. were terrible, so it's not in well for him, right? So there's there's also that theme there around again. It's always corny family, but that's what it is here, right? Family matters, so um. Going into uh, year one. What do you think of year one? It recontextualized Barry in a way that I really enjoyed and didn't know I would. Um, so one of the biggest appeals for us Folly West fans is that always us, y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a guy who loved The Flash. We had the opportunity to run alongside The Flash, become family with The Flash, and then eventually become The Flash. With Barry, I guess... We hadn't really been treated to a retelling of his origin in so long that the layers they were able to add of almost predestination and running from that destiny, like as opposed to Wally who ran towards wanting to be the Flash, Barry trips, falls, and ends up in the future and says, I'm running from that shit. I don't want any part of that. Mm-hmm. And he's forced into action because of circumstances. And I really like that when he talks to his older self, he's like, well, how do I become a superhero? I can't tell you that. Barry. You've read enough comics. Like, that's how future me would talk to past me. Like, Daniel, you've read enough comics. You know, I can't tell you that. Like, Good answer. What are next month's uh, Powerball numbers? Come yeah. On. Nope. Come on. You know, but you, it wouldn't, even, wouldn't even cross my mind, Chris. But, I'd be like, how do I get these powers? I can't tell you that yet. Uh, right. Right. But, here's, it, it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And my response would be like, but you know, I had to ask that, right? And he'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, get, I didn't even chat. I may have stopped you before you told me. No, no, don't tell me. I can't. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but, uh, maybe you telling me is how I got the powers and that's part of the paradigm, right? You know, I got right? And, that, and the fact that that's what kind of what happens here. Yeah. With the shit with the turtle. Mm-hmm. It kind of, like, it kind of comes down to if I hadn't done these things and gone into the future, then guess what? I wouldn't know how to do the things to save the world, bring it back. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this was a really, it was really one of the first times in this run that really, explicitly played with time travel backwards. Right. Let him go to the future and deal with Thon there. We had Iris kill Thon <laughs> because you don't trust Iris flesh with a gun. <laughs> but this is the one where it's like, oh, let's get to the beginning of the Flash. And for me, it felt like season one of the show. Almost. Well, it but did. He's not the Flash yet. Yeah, he's ahead. learning. He's growing. He's changing. He's getting used to the powers. Well, so that's the, the fact that the yeah. boots came from a Wayne delivery to the to the uh, the, the fire department. Mm. Bravo! Small thing, mm-hmm. make the world feel more lived in. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so that's the other thing too here, right? It's it's also remembering that this, while it's us getting to see this origin, in a way, Barry in the comics is also seeing this origin for the first time too, right? Because, you know, he had forgotten Wally. He had forgotten all this stuff. So, you know, what is really going... He has not seen it. Because in the end, you get Iris showing up with Wally and Wallace. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, wait, hold on. I I was all so cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait. You know, it's it's that moment where you're like, oh, we're seeing all this stuff. And it's all connected. And... It, they, there's even moments where you can see where they took some some parts from earlier in the um, in the run and, and expanded some of those panels out and things like that. And you're like, oh, okay, I can see this. We're telling one big. T- it, it 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 works because we also know that that there's there's a large chunk of time and understanding it or my understanding, and so this. Gets gets a way of filling in for not only Barry but us, the audience. Going, here's the actual timeline. Here's the actual timeline that we are coming in. It's not a timeline that just has Wally or a timeline that just has Wallace. It's a timeline that has both, and both of them have an Aunt Iris, and Iris knows both of them, and they're together. And this is the new timeline, right? It's a to me, it was a very subtle way that I probably didn't catch the first time I read it of saying, here's your new timelines, folks. Here's the new, yeah. here's the new Barry origin, right? Yeah. We called it year one. Yeah. We called this. Yeah. All the, here's the new actual origin of, of Barry Allen. You know, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like Barry's war of jokes and riddles. Mm, yeah. Where it's like, here's a concept that we think is kind of silly. But it didn't tell you a lot about the hero. Like, the turtle? Dog? Yeah. You don't think about it. They them. made the turtle terrifying. Well, if you think about it, the, 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 these two volumes, 11 and then the year one, they made two villains that you don't think about normally fucking terrifying. Trickster, who you would, eh, okay, whatever. Nope. Actually, fucking problem. And then the turtle. Because then when you look at what the turtle's powers are and i'm pretty didn't during the jeff john front wasn't there wasn't there a thing with the turtle there too there oh. was he was brought in um there's he stops the whole city at one point while he has to get dressed like slowly he's like this is very fucking weird yeah. and then he ends up tricking him into falling into like tar yeah and it can speed up and that's how but he's also the the tool that the speedsters use to hide avernus from the speed uh from the Excuse me, the rogues hide Avernus from the speedsters, which is where they bury their dead. They also use him at the end of that Rogue War uh, crossover so that the Flash can't follow them. Like they, the, the turtle's been featured in, in enough of what you and I have read to where we're like, oh, he's definitely a threat. But for King Turtle to use the Flash to go back in time and and, and for future Flash, we're like, this is where I lose. This is I wanted you to see, I, I wanted to help before. Yeah. And it's so good. I just, again, well, when you, bravo. When you, yeah. And like you, you said, this is the new timeline. All these things count, all these things matter. I mean, but yeah. just watching the two berries talk, like you should have bogged and boarded these these comics. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I really appreciated this arc, and like you said, the recontextualization of his power, of his origin, of how the first run of the flat, and him definitely listen, not listening to himself. You should run away. That's not what heroes do. Mm-hmm. Which is true. It's not. And then we get the first iteration of the flash shoot, which. To be fair, in New 52, we haven't really seen yet. We've always seen him in that <clears throat> improved version. With the speed line's all on it. This is clean-ass fairy red, scarlet lightning, the suit. Mm-hmm. And it's for me, it's still the perfect superhero suit. You look at it for two seconds and communicate exactly what this hero does and how he does it. And I don't know. I, year one was a huge like. I, I there's a lot of cheer moments for me in year one. I really thought this was the same way. Mark Wade writing these kind of year one or world's finest type books now, where they're kind of slotted in past continuity. They're able to capture the feel of the, t- the era and the time without 
simplifying the storytelling. And that balance, that ability, that uh, care, for me, resonates throughout the whole thing and makes it all land. Like, so when you say both Wally show up, yes, that's the, that's the big moment where you're like, oh, shit, these are the kid flashes. But it's also the little moment. It's the stuff where Iris helps him bring down the turtle. Mm-hmm. He has to run past his pessimism and his and his fear and his anger. And he has to, you can't run around it. You have to run through it. And he does it. And it's so... I don't know. For me, it, it, it harkens back to those wallet books where you're like, it's more than just the speed. It's the spirit behind it. That's it. I mean, there's so there's so much in your one that that it the the thing about the Wilson run is is too is some of the things that happen later on the run you make the beginning of the run so much better because like here paradox right it, paradox right up in that in seventy five yeah you know in 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 year one you you show when Barry first gets his powers he's all like oh I have all this super I can do I can I have more time now to do my work. But also be with Iris and do all this. So Iris and her are starting to build that relationship out there. Where you start this run, you're you have Wallace going like, "Why aren't you and my aunt closer? Like, what's going? Why why not?" And you find out later on it's because, well, once once Barry actually starts taking on the responsibility of being a hero and things like that, he doesn't know how to balance it because he wants to keep Iris out of that 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 life and wants to protect her from it. So he doesn't bring her in. So the things he was doing before he can't do anymore, right? And so it was that thing of answering that question, age-old question of like, how can the fastest man in the world still be so slow? And you're like, because he's doing too much. He still... He runs, he runs just fast enough to care about people around him. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? And, and then the, going back to the turtle, the juxtaposition of turtle with the Flash, right? And how their powers are basically the opposite and watching as, you know, we know this is Barry uses some, and we saw this in, in the Wally runs of sharing his speed and sharing the, the forces with the other folks that are, that are speedsters. Whereas Turtle's whole thing is taking speed from, from everything else. Like when you saw his, and, and again, family, right? His family stayed around him after his accident to try to support him only for him to kill his own family, kill the folks that were actually very supportive of him all that time. And that also then turns you into realizing that the turtle is one of the most terrifying villains because he has all the time in the world. It's like it. It's like what if you had a villain that literally had the Batman prep time because they had all the time in the world to prep, plan and prep. So he takes years and years and years, but to him that's fine. You know, he can take all the time in the world to plan out his next moves and go forward from there. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the, the year one to me is one of the things. Sometimes you see these year ones, they written by somebody else or they aren't not part of the run. I think putting this year run, this, this year one into the volume, but also putting in the, this, this late into the volume. Because after this, there's only what? 12, yeah, there's only three more, four more volumes left. Because yeah. 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah, Wilson ends his run at 15. So, um, throwing a year one in at that point could seem like, why would you do that here? But thematically and what they're trying to tell in the story, it makes perfect sense and it works so well. Because at this point, because then even, you know, we'll get this when we, when we uh, talk about this next time, when we talk about volume 12, the berry that comes out of, out of this is a much better berry. He's he's got well, that. It's, it's also remember that this wasn't just like a throwback to tells a story. The framing of voice device, excuse me, was steadfast showing him his past so he could learn be more secure in his future. And so, mm-hmm. like you said, this is Barry's first time seeing this too. Mm-hmm. And what's he do when he gets done? Build that fucking museum. Mm-hmm. And puts a, puts a statue wall out front. Mm-hmm. It's it's Man. yeah it's. You said it was like, uh, you know, his uh, war jokes and riddles. It's also like that moment when, inside of run, when, when Bruce emerges younger and in and, and a different mindset, right? This is almost what you get here with this Barry, because now it's like, it, 
that hope and optimism that you're hoping to get that that Bruce calls out and says is gone almost comes back, right? You're like, okay, like you, he needed this to go through his, 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 his therapy also to see that, Hey, yeah, this is, this is a future. You, you don't know. You don't, you, you, we keep saying you're missing time, but you're missing, you're missing so much more than that. You're missing, you're missing a huge piece of yourself. Right. And it's not just Wally. Cause also I forgot in this, um, Cause I can't remember what volume is we see when Bart shows up, but then previous to this, but then I guess it's in, um, is it in 11 or is it, or is that in 12 when Bart shows up? Well, he's, he visually shows up in the button. Right. That's what I'm saying. So he shows up in the button when he comes back. I want to say it's in 11. I think you're like, I'm, I'm a little behind. So I think, I think you're right. Yeah. But. You know, again, we there's so many. And remember, we also saw Jay for a minute there, right? Also in the oh, bottom, yeah, right. And so there's so much that 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 Barry is missing, um, that we just we just don't know about. And so what? Yeah, I I, I just this to me is is why I like this run so much because it's it's yeah it's such a it's a it reconnects you with, as we've been saying, with Barry, reestablish it, but then it's also kind of rebuilding this new world as we go around. It's, it's to me, For why sure. The Flash is one of the most important books in the Rebirth era, because it's it's one of the ones that's dealing with it, right? And it's very, I, yeah. like, it's all new, but it also all matters. Right. Right. Which is, which is, was always our complaint about when we did these with DC Comics, is that the past didn't matter. These things didn't matter. Um, you know, uh, and, and here it's almost like it's forcing Barry. I mean, going back to volume 10, forcing, you know, going back to Gorilla City and, and Barry, you know, that record of Barry saying, yeah, you know, I was told that, you know, I should probably come back here and tell you more about the forces. Cause like, guess what? The apes knew. <laughs> the apes knew about the forces, but Barry didn't even know. It's like, again, it's that thing of right. you're moving so fast. You have people that can help you, but you don't ask for help, right? You you don't, and that's it. Yeah, you 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 want to because even even when, in the middle of the Force Quest, what he does, when he finds out that it's, it's Hunter is is doing all this, and the Hunter killed killed the apes and things like that, what does Barry do? He goes off and says, "Up, oh, no more of our Force Quest, uh, Iris, you're dropping you off. Nope, can't go anymore." Right. In her defense, I I'd like to be hiding people from the, the reverse the Zoom reverse flash. Call what you want. I ain't fucking with it. Yeah, no, I I I I, I side with Barry on this a lot. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, I I you know I I side with Barry on a lot of these things. But I was going like I can help. I'm like, no, you are too slow. You cannot. Sit. No, you are not helping in that. <laughs> Physically, you can't help. <laughs> Physically, you cannot help. No, you cannot. Um. But also, you know, it, what that does is because Barry's moving so fast, he doesn't get a t- chance to tell people things. So, you know, uh, he doesn't get to tell uh, Iris about um, about Walt and things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, trying to think. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what's in what else is in these volumes, not in twelve. Um. I mean, it ends with him building the museum. I knew this was gonna. That's always whenever I read ahead, I'm like, "Ooh, where do I stop talking?" Yeah. Uh, it ends with him rebuilding the museum, and then Cold getting busted out of Bell Rev for the, the uh, year of the villain stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see Cold being a shell of himself. <laughs> also, the fact that he shares a cell next to to Wolf right now. <laughs> Yo, the fact that in year one he's over here with the gang with the glasses on, so they don't get their blinded by uh, the 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 uh, so they can't be identified. Like it's and you start. To, I love the, like the little things they did to like make the whole world feel weightier, if you will. Well, even then, when when that one guy in the in the in the um the gang is like, "Well, I, it was my plan. Why I should get a bigger cut?" And Snart's like, "No, we all on the job together. We all get the same cut." And you're like, "Hmm." Yeah, I mean, again, it's that thing of, listen, the rogues have a code, man. 
<laughs> the rogues have a code. Well, I, I have to. I I I appreciate that. And the more the 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 way they use the rogues that the Wilson uses the rogues in this run feels so great to me, right? Because it's when he decides to use them, it's you know it feels it it's great when you when he doesn't you 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 feel their missing presence, not in a bad way, but you're like mm-hmm. and the trickster thing, right? With the whole trickster thing, you'd be like, hmm, it's very clear that. Snart has nothing to do with this, and that the rogues themselves <laughs> like it's it's lacking. It's lacking. Lynn would never. Well, it, you know what it is. It lacks. It, it was lacking in the end game because the whole entire time you're thinking to yourself, it's like, well, what's your end goal? And then you find out his end goal was just to make his parents love him. How and, and Snart would have been like, that was never going to be. That was never on the case, man. We either here for cash. We here for we here for something tangible. But that, what you're trying to go after, dude, that's a losing cause, right? And so, um, yeah, no. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about 12, the rest of these. We'll probably just wrap up the rest of these all in one um, yeah. and go the beauty, The beauty of the rogues, Williams uses, as you just pointed out, is that they just show you what everyone's not. Well, here's what you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not a family. You don't have a code. And here's why we lasted and you guys didn't. Right. So the reason why everyone wants to join the rogues because it, it, I don't know, man. It just the the care and respect with which Williamson wrote every part of this universe makes me excited. He's gone, honestly, but I also I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Isn't he writing any Green Arrow book? I believe so. Yeah. Have you read any of it? No, not yet. We're two issues in, and I'm not going to spoil the first issue, but the second issue starts with a, a voiceover from Ollie while Roy starts arming up because he's mad that something happened. <laughs> and, it cuts, and, I, and I was like, you know, even when we were training, Roy had tends to get a little emotional. <laughs> and you see Roy picking up knives and, and three different bows and all those shoes. Like, and, and Diana goes, Where are you going? He goes, I'm going to, to find Amanda Waller. You're not going to stop me. And she says, I'm not going to stop you. I should drive. Why? You're a bad driver when you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then all, and all the voiceover was like, There's a reason he calls himself Arson. <laughs> She's like, honestly, you're faster with recurve than you are with the compound, though. It makes you put down the compound. <laughs> I'm gonna check that I'm out. Like, oh no, we've got we've got Williamson figured out exactly how to write every dude. He's he's keyed into the, the Arrow family so well in two issues. I'm like, oh no, he's figured out Roy. He's figured out how to write Roy, which is this guy who's just scared of falling back off the wagon and desperate to be the best father possible. Like, mm-hmm. and he's a hothead. Like, ugh. I was reading some old Titans because I'm a nerd, and there's a scene where um, Nightwing's talking to Don, and Donna's like, "She's like, he's like, have you talked to Diana about the things that's going on?" She says, "No, I just feel easier talking to you guys." And Dick's like, "You've got to open up to Diana. You guys live in the same house." And she says, "He says, you really shouldn't give people lectures about their relationship with their mentors." <laughs> and just walk, and as she walks away, Dick just says, "You and I have got to stop using that against me," because as much as Dick is. Bruce's son, Roy is Ollie's best friend. Yeah. And there's a huge difference in the dynamic, and they really kind of delve into it during the book. So I think you'll really enjoy it. No, uh, I look forward to that. Yeah, I want to read that. So, um, yeah, I need to, I need to start getting caught up more on some, some of the more recent comics. Man. So I'm going to start, start trying to do that. I've been, I've been following. I mean, pretty soon Spider-Man 2 is going to be here, and you're going to be black suiting all over Manhattan. So, yeah, you need to Yeah, I need to go ahead and get get, get, get in while I can. I mean, because, shit, we were just talking before we even started this. We are talking about Jedi Survivor. It's just every now and then I get into something, man. I'm just like, oof, man. I just, the time, man. As you get older, man, the time. That Jedi Survivor, son. Oof, yeah. That, into my. Give me the third one now. Dude, I, I swear wanna, to God. I, we don't want to embrace crush culture. The hell we don't. You said, you said what now? You don't want people to embrace crunch culture. The hell we don't. Right. You give me this game, you get to me now. Listen, I I I I understand that it financially can't happen, but I wouldn't put it I I I wouldn't begrudge teams if they I don't know, just went ahead and made all all three three video games in a trilogy up front and then just released them year after year. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, hey, listen, I, I get you can't do it, but like it would be make, like these are the kids. I would slap that person. Say, Shut your mouth. Thank you so much for our games. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no. Uh, it's always a mark of a good game when you finish it and you're like, so when's the next one? And you, you immediately go to Google and be like, so are they already starting the production on the next one? Are they already starting to go? already going to buy it again. Yeah. So what needs to happen to make sure I get another one quickly? Yeah, yeah. What are, how, are we, how are we doing this? Because I, I need to know. I mean, because on the one hand, you're just like, I want you to take your time to make it bigger than the last one. At the same time, it's like, but I also need it now. This is what happened with Spider-Man. It's like, <laughs> you got, I, got, I got the Miles game, and I was like, okay, you get Spider-Man, then you get Miles, you're like, all right, cool. I got Miles, but it was kind of short. I want some more of it. So when when we get Spider Man Two, oh, okay. When they showed us the web launch and the web wings, I was like, well, let's just start it now. Right. Let's just release it now. It's not finished. I don't give a like, shit. Can we can we pre order now? The unfinished version. Can I, can I pre order it now? Can I can I go in? I don't think pre order is even. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. I tried. Trust me. I tried. I checked. I checked. I checked. I checked. I checked. Trust me. I checked. I checked. All right. It's like yeah. Come on. Between let's, that let's... and Mortal Kombat One, which mwah, excellent trolling. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm all set for the fall. Yeah. So. Um, I'm off that Madden. I'm off that Madden narcotic. Okay, I, I'm done. No, not anymore. <laughs> when NCAA comes out, we'll talk. But I'm done on Madden. See, so. I, I, lucky enough, I never got bit by the Madden bug. So I'm, I'm good I'm, for you. I'm good. It's an annual. It's an annual. Let's pay money to be mad. That's all it is. It's all it's turned into. Every year, I pay a certain amount of money to be upset. I refuse. I'm putting my foot down. I'm still gonna get 2K because I'm a child. But Madden out the fucking window. We're done with this. I can play the old ones. Good for you. Good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, make Bro, sure you go subscribe. I'm going to be someone's father. Right. Yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta make better life decisions. Set <laughs> <laughs> an example, goddammit. Got to keep doing got, this thing that makes you mad. Right. Go to your room. Got to start, start maturing sometime, right? So I'm going to start here. Um, all right, folks. Make sure you guys subscribe. Character Corner on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And we'll be back soon. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>